Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hi, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about value investing. For me, I look back to Ben Graham as the grandfather or the, 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 the first person to come up with this philosophy on investing. And it was really born out of the Great Depression. And that was when people were basically looking at the stock market and trying to figure out, you know, why were people so wrong? And Ben basically came up with this entire approach to looking at companies and trying to find what's called their intrinsic value. Um, Another analogy to describe value investing is one from Warren Buffett, where he says, value investing is about walking around the, uh, the streets and looking for cigar butts. You know, these are kind of worn out, discarded, you know, almost gross, but there's still room for one more puff. And so basically, you can get these stocks, you know, extremely cheap, but then get a free uh, cigar puff out of it. Um, and so, you know, fast forward today with technology, um, value investing has kind of taken on uh, a whole lot of different realms, and people have started to break into different subsections of value investing. And there's still a lot of famous value investors out there. So um, it's definitely an interesting uh, philosophy. And I know, Grant, you've been reading more about it lately. Yeah, no, Matt, thanks. Um, so one of the things I think that's most interesting about Warren Buffett said is he basically views investing as like having a punch card. And really a punch card, you have 20 punches. And so you don't want to waste one of your punches on a company that won't be really valuable in the future. So you know he'll sit on tons of cash uh, for a long period of time until he finds that right stock uh, ultimately to invest in. Um, And one of the interesting things about value investing is that um, you're looking for essentially a stock that's undervalued by the market, right? So it might be one that's hiding in plain sight, but that's uh, lost favor uh, over time. Um, And at the same time, uh, you know, for example, Warren Buffett also uh, invests in brands. That's one of the things that Charlie Munger uh, taught him to invest in in brands. And he gives a great analogy in the new uh, Warren Buffett documentary on HBO, where he talks about how Coca-Cola, literally, if Coca-Cola increases their the price of their beverage by one cent, um, they're making twenty million more dollars per day, um, just because they have such a great brand and such a huge reach. Yeah, the moat's a good analogy. And um, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, value investing is looking at companies that, um, yeah, they have some sort of brand or some sort of moat uh, within the marketplace. They have a durable competitive advantage, and nothing's going to take it away anytime soon. Because part of the catch to value investing is the idea that you're going to be investing in these companies for 10, 15, 20 years. Because Inherently, if, if the value is low on the stock market, it's going to take a while for other people to catch on. So, you know, by being contrarian and looking at these companies that nobody wants, it's going to take some time for everything to catch up. So how easy do you think it is to actually find a value company? Based on my research, it's, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time reading on value investing in the last year, and it's, it's really hard to identify uh, a, a valuable company at a good price. Yeah, I mean, I think the way I see it now is you have a lot of these high, um, like, you know, Bill Ackman, Warren Buffett, these guys are big, um, you know, market movers. So when they pick up a company that might be considered a value play, 
they're also leveraging connections and other, you know, large cash. So they might buy, you know, a Korean company and expand it internationally. So it's kind of hard to say if that was really a value play. So I think they're kind of in a different world now. But for a smaller value investor, I definitely think there's opportunities there. I don't buy into the efficient market hypothesis. Um, but that being said, I think that's for basically someone who's full time doing it. Um, <clears throat> casually reading some 10Ks on the weekends, I think you'll have a harder time finding it. Um, and if you do find the right one that makes you, you know, doubles your money in a year, I'm going to chalk that one up to luck more than anything else. So that's my view on it. Yeah, I think one thing you can certainly look at, and I know a lot of people look at, is just, you know, simple price earnings ratios. Um, the lower, the better uh, in some cases, but even those can be a bit misleading. Uh, one thing I wanted to end on um, that I took away from a recent uh, recent video um, that, that uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to share with you um, is that if you're going to be a value investor, try to copy experienced value investors. So um, there's a quick data point that if you would have made the same trades um, when Warren Buffett had when the news became public, you would have been able to participate on most of those gains. So you don't have to be a huge value investor yourself. You can just copy these strategies of others. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag MillennialMoney on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.